Tales from the Jungle Cruise podcast is an oral history of the Jungle Cruise skippers who have worked at the Jungle Cruise attraction at the Disney parks from 1955 to today. It is not endorsed, affiliated, sanctioned, acknowledged, blessed, funded, or approved of by the Disney company. Any opinions expressed are the opinions of the hosts and guests and do not represent in any way the Disney company or the Illuminati. Wait, who are we kidding? They're the same thing, right? Hey there, skips and skipperettes from all across the vast electronic wasteland known only as Internet Land, and welcome back to Tales from the Jungle Cruise. Well, we are back with yet another uh, episode of Quality Skippertainment. Last week, we saw our announcement of the Tales from the Jungle Cruise card game. Now, we've started development of our next game. We have an amazing artist uh, lined up. Uh, Richard Wallace is fantastic. You'll be able to see previews of his art as this process goes on. Our next Kickstarter will be this summer, hopefully late summer. And this game is going to be a lot more character-driven. Join the characters of our Jungle Cruise radio plays, Gary London, Skippy, Kitty Carruthers, and Cannibal Jim, as they compete for victory in our latest creation. Now, you're going to be able to find more about the game and the artwork and characters over at our uh, Facebook page, facebook.com slash C-R-E-W-S. Uh, one more other small plug. We also have released a bunch of new Skipper-created t-shirts over at the Merchandise from the Jungle Cruise site. So uh, if you want to check those out, go to gallery, G-A-L-L-O-R-E-E dot com. Just search Jungle Cruise to find our designs. Now, Skipper Rye, uh, who is on the podcast today, has been a big fan of the podcast for a while, and she recently wrapped up her time with the Disney College program. During her years at Disney, she has worked in all six U.S. parks uh, and all the water parks, and she is another person for whom the jungle water flows through their veins. She has a fantastic YouTube channel where she goes into her time at uh, Disney, and she has some fantastic Jungle Cruise videos from Walt Disney World. So uh, definitely subscribe to her channel and say hi. She is a damn funny and talented person. Her YouTube uh, profile, youtube.com slash Raisa, R-A-I-S-A underscore L-Y-N-N. We have a great time chatting with Raisa. Uh, Skipper Rye is fantastic. We really enjoyed having her on. So here we go, Season 5, Episode 14, as we present Skipper Rye in an episode we like to call Rye Know What You Did Last Summer. Kungaloosh, everyone. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know exactly how high production value the podcast has been. So I'm sitting here fiddling with all the, the microphone settings. You're like... That, that, that hasn't been in the episodes. <laughs> the quality's not there. Why is he worrying about it? I mean, um, you should tape right in your craft. Yeah, our production value is uh, limited by time and money is the big thing. So. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Uh, so let me get out of the way first. Yeah. We were discussing names, so you told me Skipper Bob. Yeah. That's how it's pronounced? B-O-B? Yes. I think so. Okay. Um, the, there's an E in the end, though. Yes. I, I, I'm going to... Is it... Uh, Raisa? Raisa. Raisa. But okay. I go by Rye. Okay. Yeah. So that extra I is a little stronger. Yeah. So I, I went, when I did my cruises, I was Skipper Rye. Yeah. Well, it's good because Freud, Freud says a strong I is a good uh, is a good sense. It's, I you think know, so. uh, <laughs> An ego and a super ego walk into a bar. The bouncer says, let me see your ID. <laughs> really terrible joke. I love it. Uh, so welcome to California. How was your driving experience? It was great. Uh, I actually, yeah, so I've done this drive many a time. My first program was actually in Disneyland, so okay. um, coming here, driving back and forth is normal, but my car radio is out currently, so six hours went by very slowly. Yes. So now, what was the, uh, so you were coming in from... Yeah. Phoenix, From typically. Phoenix now, yeah. yeah. Which is good to get out of there, because it is uh, like <laughs> floodplains right now. I Kinda, have friends yeah. that are there who've been having all kinds... I say, if, if I had known, because for some reason I didn't know where you were at logistically because my sister lives in Phoenix. Oh, okay. So we're over like, you know, and we have good friends that are over there too, mm-hmm. so. So hello, uh, Skipper. So this is the fun part. We've been tag- tagging uh, calls and messages back mm-hmm. and forth for about a year-ish or so. Is it? Oh my gosh, because, it has been. Because <laughs> when we started, you were still employed. Still, uh-huh. And of course, we can't have anyone on who's currently uh, under the, the thumb of, you know, Disney lawyers. <laughs> um, so now this is a little bit different of a scenario. You and I are now able to actually have a discussion and chat yeah. about your time. And the, there's a couple things that I thought would be very, very cool. One of which is obviously talking about Disney College Program. Because yeah. my last episode that just went up was with someone who did College Program in 02. Okay. And it was an interesting take on where that was at then mm-hmm. um it's much different now yeah no much, i absolutely well, everything is the whole Every, company yeah. is is um you know changing, Mick, Mick, changing. mickey got his law degree 
<laughs> Did he ever? And uh, man, it really shows. <laughs> so. And then you were in town for the uh, for the half half marathon. Uh, I did the ten k, but it, the the weekend is the half marathon weekend. Yeah, so you, uh, that's the only run you're doing. Yes, <laughs> probably for the best. <laughs> and I do have to say that uh, I, I have to love the um, the fact that the cosplay that goes on uh, during you know the running events. Mm-hmm. Is, is a bit unusual. What what, well, what what did you see when you were out there? I saw a lot of stuff, but they actually sent out an email because of the recent changes with Disney. No masks. No, no, no face masks. A lot of things. Capes were also limited. Um, we couldn't have anything that resembled a, a gun. Yep. Uh, lightsabers were okay, thankfully. But uh, a lot of things. I saw a lot of people get turned away or like, hey, you can't bring this in. Leave it here. Or yeah. Don't run. But well, and now they have metal detectors. As of last mm-hmm. month, there's metal detectors at the bag check. Yep, exactly. Which... Uh, which you know, I think it's been a long time coming, to be very honest. I mean, yeah, I don't. I, from what I've been told from other current cast members, is that they're they don't get a whole lot of kickback from it. Guests are actually pretty happy it's in there. Um, overall, it's it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> it's it's a it's a fact of the you know having that many people in one place at one time. Yeah, that's just the inevitable. I mean, you know, they had they had a. Um, uh, I don't want to say six months ago they had a guy with a loaded weapon who was in the mm. process at the Esplanade of pulling it out that's what I, when yeah, Disney that's security stopped him. So that was, it was I think, in the middle of fireworks too. Like yeah, there were hundreds was, of people out there. Yeah, it was one of the uh, uh, you know <laughs> Disney security actually does its job. People don't think about it, but it's good to have them. Definitely. So anyway, so yeah, yes, so uh, what costumes. so what costumes did you see? Uh, I personally dressed up as a chipwalk. Mm-hmm. Uh, a chipmunk dressed up as an Ewok. <laughs> now, but was, was it a, a Chippendales Rescue Rangers level chipmunk? No, not quite. Uh, I made the costume myself, and I don't do cosplay at all. Mm-hmm. So it was a first attempt for me, and I'm actually pretty proud of it. Uh, <laughs> we had, I think, one of the more interesting cosplays that. Uh, did you watch the Rose Bowl? No, I, did. I saw pictures of it. But at I didn't the very watch end, it. there was a um, uh, a Jesus slash Princess Leia. Uh, it wasn't meant to look like Princess Leia, but it did. It did. And that's one example of what I like to call cross-play. <laughs> oh, I love that term. So, uh, so works even better when things. you're working with religious iconography. Oh, definitely. So, yeah, what else did you see? Uh, uh, definitely a lot of Ewoks. I'm trying to think of the more creative ones. I definitely... Uh, they had... They weren't part of the race, but it was uh, a spectator dressed up as the Death Star, and mm-hmm. his head was the, the indent, and mm-hmm. it was clever because it lit up and stuff. Yeah. I saw a lot of light-up costumes, but uh, toward the end of the race now, the sun's up, so it didn't really matter. Um, let's see. Oh, I'm trying to think. I saw a lot of kids. A lot of yeah. kids dressed up because the, the kids' race is right after. And I saw a little tiny Kylo Ren, and it just made my heart sore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the signs are also really great too. Ben, ben at daycare. It's such a. <laughs> oh, I have. I've seen so many things about Chewie and little Ben, and it just makes me want to cry. Yeah. The um. Uh. Obviously, there's a ton of great like Twitter accounts that have that have <laughs> yeah. popped up. The very Emo Kylo Ren, uh, very lonely Luke, and the one that I like is the bad pun Han Solo. Oh, really? Which is fantastic. I am going to have to check it that is, out immediately. Uh, it is uh, tons and tons of, of bad Han good. Solo raising but Kylo Ren puns. Bad or like... Well, like like Jungle Cruise bad. Oh, good. Like, uh, we don't call that bad. We call that clever. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> why did Jabba the Hutt not want to gain weight? Why? Because he didn't want people calling him Jabba the House. <laughs> Oh, that's great! So that uh, I love that thoroughly. So let's let's just let's uh, do the let's roll back the uh, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. The other thing, I, my my con costume that I've been working on. Yeah. Uh, and by working on, I mean I've said I'm going to do it, and I haven't yet. That's yeah. I need to find a good Boba Fett mask. Okay. Because I'm going to paint it up uh, in in um, you know enchanted tiki room style and make it look oh. like a wooden mask. Okay. Wear a Hawaiian shirt, white pants, carry on a drink, and have a lay, and call myself Tiki Fett. <laughs> and I think that is going to be that'll be a big hit. I but think. yeah, have not actually worked on it yet. Oh, okay. So. All right. Well, um, Skipper Raisa, let me uh, roll this back. Um, how did you How did you come to be working for the mouse? So you said you worked at both Disneyland and Walt Disney World college yes. programs. Uh, fun fact: I've worked at all six U.S. Disney parks and both water parks. Wow. <laughs> My first college program was in 2012 as PhotoPass, and then I came back. At, at almost, which park? At uh, which park? Uh, Disneyland Park. Okay. And uh, and by Disneyland Park, you work for both. Yeah. It's like a yeah, one California day one park. Yeah. yeah. And then the following spring, uh, I was a character attendant, Magic Kingdom, uh, but I could pick up shifts in other parks, so that's where I was able to do other mm-hmm. uh, places, and also the water parks. And then last summer, 2015, I was a Jungle Cruise skipper. 
which is, you know, that's the, the pinnacle. Yeah, it, I, I can yeah. see why you left after that because there's nothing really left yeah, to that's do it. at the parks. And uh, you stay forever or go back to school. So I did the other, the latter. Well, that's okay. <laughs> I always just say I'll go back. I'll go back when I retire. You know, because uh, not not now. Yeah, but, yeah. Well, at some at some point to do that forever would be pretty great. I think. You know, it's. <laughs> If it wasn't for the money thing, yeah. you know, if it literally, if it wasn't a, a, a money issue, job. yeah, like if you were a trust fund baby and you were in a position that you could just, so what, what was the impetus for you? Why, what was college programs siren call for you? Oh, um, well actually at the time I was going, I, so the requirement is you go to college first. You have to have at least one semester of college. And I did that. I did a, almost two years. And I, at the time I found out I wasn't going to get my associates on time. So and I was at a community college, so I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go do this internship, kind of get a break from everything, and come back and, and be serious. <laughs> and um, I, that's when I applied, and I loved it. Obviously, uh, who wouldn't? And I just kept coming back because I got I got college credit for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it now, actually was there, helped. Was there? Um, what were the main differences you saw between the East Coast and West Coast college Ooh. programs? So, from somebody who lived, who's from the, the West Coast, I've never been to Florida before, uh, before working there. And in traditions, they take you out on Main Street, and it's big and magical. And as, especially as Photo Pass, I would have long shifts in front of the, the as what was told to me, the tiny castle. And I was like, how dare you? It's Walt's original. It's the baby. It's the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, I go to traditions, and they ask, oh, who's never been? So they put you in the front of the group, yep. and you go out there, and I literally, like, okay, that's way up. That's the castle. But, All right. But the, the thing <laughs> I love about Walt Disney World is when you're at their, the, the entrance of Main Street, come under the, the trestles, mm-hmm. and you walk onto Main Street, the proportion oh, yeah. of when you first see the castle is actually the exact same. Mm-hmm. So when you look at the height above Main Street and the look of it, it, it the actually, perspective, yeah. in, until you start walking and then you realize how how crazy different everything is yeah and it's a lot obviously it's bigger that that's what it, the main thing is but a lot less trees like uh if you ever, if you ever watched like down disneyland main street there's all that greenery mm-hmm. and stuff florida is just sky and castle yeah but it's also <laughs> there's there's less opportunities to whack yeah. your head i think one of the issues that, that <laughs> disneyland has is the awnings yeah they're so low hanging i mean they didn't think about that in the 50s they made it what yeah. it was so um so as far as from the the perfect i mean from the actual work side though i mean mm-hmm. were, were there differences in how the the tone of the programs were the type of people that were there um, i know that the scale of it is significantly smaller definitely. it's like a fifth or a tenth of what Something the like that. Yeah, it's Orlando like 200 program. in california like seven thousand in florida yeah. uh you're a number essentially i mean anywhere really but definitely in florida and the point system is a lot different. It's almost completely different. And um, let's see what else. Well, they can just bring up the next clone. To exactly. There, it's a so. revolving door. And that's fine because you get your time in there and it's great. But for the people that are there full time or part time who are residents, they almost don't even want to associate with you. I've actually been told that I, there's no point in getting to know you. You leave in five months. Mm-hmm. Great! Can't wait to work the rest of the shift with you, person. Thanks. <laughs> well, and it is. I mean, there's a real, there's more of a transient nature to, to the college program there. But you know, it's, it's part of the nature of the thing. There's not a population base, so they have to to bust them in. It, yeah. You know, there's no, there's not the, Cal State Fullerton. You know, Cal State right. Disney and all the things that are around it. Uh, so then, were you originally from Southern California? No, I'm family? from Phoenix. From Phoenix, <laughs> yeah. families there. Mm-hmm. Um, so had you been uh, to the parks, obviously, before you were, um, Quite a, you were few. a little bit of a fangirl? Or just, uh, uh, my first visit was in 2001, the day after 9-11. That's awesome. I was working that day. Were you really? Uh, yep. <laughs> I, I don't recall a whole lot of it, but yeah, yeah I was that's, there that that's day. Time. Oh, I, I'll tell you, there were very few people in the park. I, I mean, the video seems really yeah empty. Yeah, uh, we saw was, a lot of characters. It was, it was a ghost town. Yeah. I, um, I, I remember calling in for my shift that morning, not knowing that things had happened. Oh, wow. And uh, getting the voicemail that basically said, the park is closed today, you know, call back in, check in with your shift uh, skate, uh, stage scheduler uh, tomorrow morning, know yeah. what's happening. And, yeah, it was... Um, it was a crazy time. Yep. We actually, I mean, it's, it's funny. That's actually... The reason that this podcast exists is because of uh, me talking to two skippers who had worked that on Jungle that Cruise, yeah, mm-hmm. and talking about the camaraderie and all of the mm-hmm. uh, the way that people reacted with other cast members and friends, and uh, it became such a, a touching story. We're like, you know what? There's something to this, so let's just we keep gotta on. share it. Yeah, I wish yeah. the audio quality was better. We, I didn't know what I was doing back then. We recorded um, at the Grand Californian. Uh, and the monorail kept on going by. Oh, no. and 
there was a, there was an exhaust fan that was closer than we thought. I didn't awesome. know how sensitive the microphone was. <laughs> I didn't know post production worth a damn. So that yeah, happens. it was. Uh, we learn and we move on. Yes. And we make better things. Yes. I'm hoping to have the the two originals back on soon. Awesome. The two from the first day. Uh, so your, you know, that's that's three very different business areas. Definitely. Um, excluding the Jungle Cruise side of it, what was your the, the photo pass here versus the time there. What was the uh, your feeling as far as the different experiences? I mean, it was my first program, so I definitely felt like I was so happy to be there, and it was the most magical time of my life. And mm-hmm. um, working with characters, and, and you know, <laughs> and then your soul finds this dark <laughs> shadow cast across. A few it. weeks later, yeah, no, I mean, tempted by the dark side <laughs> of the of the cast member. Experience. I really did. I'm one of the lucky ones that didn't get jaded. I mean, I definitely have more developed opinions about things but I definitely still have the twinkle mm-hmm. with, the, with the pixie dust and everything yeah. um, I don't know I, and especially after I left I was like there's no way I could ever work outside of entertainment because it was awesome and the people are outgoing and, and exciting and stuff and when I got when I applied for um, that summer program the options were limited because I did an alumni program which is only three months so they give you it's like merchandise custodial attractions and uh, something else and I was like oh I don't know that's the one thing that surprises me is that attractions there are certain attractions that it seems to be a real detriment to have a short yeah, because uh, you train. Lifespan, because the training is, you know, a, a week. week. Yeah. And then you're there for three months. But it's almost, on, But yeah. on top of that, there are just attractions that have so much more nuance. And so, I mean, I, I'm assuming things like the roller coasters and anything else that's a high safety potential, that, mm-hmm. that, that they don't use college program as much. Is that right? Or do they... I, I do mean, they in the past they there? have. I knew monorail used to be a CP thing until the accident happened. And mm-hmm. then they took that off completely. So, I mean, I've had CP friends that worked canoes and stuff like that, and, you know, they will get in trouble just like anyone else if they're not being safe. So I think yeah. there is... But just the, the, the development, like, you know, like, Thunder is a good example, or Space Mountain is a, a great mm-hmm. one. Space, if you don't have that timing down, you can get a Cascade uh, e-stop really fast, or an oh, auto-stop. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and it, it happens to people who've been there for years. I can't imagine someone who's there... For three months, and fully getting that timing, and even those some of the people that show up don't even really care that they're there, and that's kind of the stigma right now. Is a lot of the CPs are just seen as dumb sure, college kids. Sure. Now, was the was the the, uh, the level because when by the time you got to attractions, you'd had two you know mm-hmm. runs around the river of, of <laughs> Disney. Because <laughs> I um, like that, yeah. Did uh, was your reactions? by the people and attractions different than what they were when you came into the other areas? 100%. And I loved every second of it. Uh, yeah, it was, was it? so refreshing. Um, my perspective of the company actually changed completely because I've never been outside of entertainment. So to be in a role where you, the only thing you do all day is one thing. And, I mean, one thing. But, yeah, it, I loved it. I yeah. saw the other side of how hard cast members can work. Because PhotoPass, yes, it's hard, but it's not like... Yeah. It's a different quick service hard. Well, it's but it's not, also a different yeah. mentality. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that is. Um, uh, it is. It's a, yeah. It's I don't want to say artistic, but that's not it. the right phrasing of it. But it's there's there's a creative eye mm-hmm. to it that you have to use. But look, and even look, Tail Patrol is. Uh, sorry to use that term. I know it's not the preferred uh, <laughs> term. Um, let's go get ourselves some Tail Patrol today. Okay. Um, but. It is uh, also it's it's managing people. I mean, mm-hmm. you have to be you have to a director and, and read a crowd, yeah. and know how to relate to people, and uh, I know mean, definitely a lot of my two programs helped with that. But even I was very nervous training because I've yeah. never done anything like that before. And essentially, it is entertainment, but yeah. in a way, it's not. Well, and it's you know you have to learn a lot of uh, what I like to call uh, improvised Italian sign language <laughs> um, because you have to be able to speak to anyone in any language using oh, no yeah. words. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you really learn how to express yourself non-verbally. And yes. So, um, so w- were you gleeful when you found out you were going to go to attractions? Was that your... I mean, not at first, to be honest, because uh, it was very open-ended, and a few of my current, at that time, current uh, cast members looked up my uh, partner on the hub and, and found out where I was stationed, and it to this day, it says Tiki Room. <laughs> Uh, so I was like, oh no, not Tiki Room, because over there it's a it's a complex. Mm-hmm. It's you rotate between Aladdin and the Treehouse. Yep. And I was, to be honest, again not happy about it. Uh, but the day after tradition, or no, it was beforehand because I didn't know where I was yet. 
and I got the deployment call calling me to come in to work extra hours and it said this call is for the uh, cast members at the Jungle Cruise and I just lost it in whatever store I was standing in it was great yeah. now was it is there um, stage scheduling system and all that is it automated calls I mean is it is it robo calling? No, it is not robo calling. But they do have a like a script if you don't answer. Oh, okay. Um, but I still have it to save it on my phone because it's probably the best call I've ever gotten. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> yeah, I was really excited. I never thought I would get that. I was actually thinking I was going to go to like something in Animal Kingdom or yeah. something weird like that. So I, and I felt kind of guilty because my roommate was standing with me and she's asked for Jungle Cruise for all four of her programs and she never got it. Oh, so now were you? Um, was that your number one preference? At the, when I found out about it, yeah, I didn't know it was an option. Oh, so I didn't think they, they, did. they didn't give you any... Uh, no, no, no. Any, you just apply for attractions and they put you where yeah, they need you. They don't even ask you what's your what's nope. your favorite thing you'd want to do. See, and that, that for me is silly because I, I think you would want the enthusiasm of where the people are going to be. Yeah. Sorry, I just make a note. It's so funny seeing how L.A. has turned into Seahawks um, with the Seattle team actually winning this year. I like yeah. to see C- Seattle jerseys everywhere. everywhere. Like, other than Oakland, it's the only team yeah. that I see here. It's crazy. <laughs> um... So yeah, so I mean, uh, and then training-wise, I mean, yep, training what, was what, awesome. Was, was Jungle a favorite before you went in? You know, from your other times as a cast member? It's funny too. Not really. I mean, I had cast member friends that were on my CP in Disneyland who were skippers, and I remember visiting them just for sake of visiting mm-hmm. them. But I don't remember really going because I loved it. And I, I feel weird saying that now because now it's a favorite. Well, and you've heard the podcast where, you exactly. know, probably you 80% of stories. people are, you know, that's my life dream and I've got to do this. And, and I feel so guilty about that. But no, but, it, you know, look, it, but you've also got the demeanor that works for it. You mm-hmm. know, you've got the... the Sarcastic. Sar- yeah, and the body language and all the other <laughs> things that go well with it. Because um, you're presented well, which no one can see because it's, you know... Audio. Podcast, <laughs> audio. Um, she has three arms and... <laughs> Um, I in the middle of her forehead. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> the worst depth perception skipper ever. That guy'd be bumping boats all the right, time. Uh, that Cyclops skipper. Mm. Man, he's that awful. Jerk. Keeps on hitting guests with a club. It's terrible. Why eating, is he even here? Eating gnomes on break. It's just a bad experience. Um, God, that'd be great if you had a mythological. You know, oh, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> I don't okay. know why I call him Kevin. Because his name's Kevin now. Yeah, you know, the, no, Kevin's a great colossus. He, uh, <laughs> you know, his, his original dream of being a, uh, you know, ophthalmologist didn't work out. <laughs> so, but he'll keep his eye on you the whole time. Yeah. Definitely. Um, the centaurs don't work on the Jungle Cruise at all. Not enough no. space behind the captain's crate. No. Yeah. So now, um, so you have that experience you, you get the call you're excited about it oh, go definitely. in and, and, and do some training what was your training process because i mean i've i've spent some time in orlando mm-hmm. as a guest i did take one uh trip around and actually as a skipper there which was oh, yeah. kind of awesome uh I, awesome. I was there right after the thunder incident and uh uh-huh. was chatting with one of their um foreman ish form i remember what it is their coordinator coordinator yes and uh, they were like, oh, well, you know, why don't you come back at 11 tonight when we're wrapping up and uh, we'll let you amazing. take a boat around the river with all the, it was, well, not 11, it was when the, the, the shift change. Yeah. The morning to afternoon shift okay. change. So all the, the people who were the older, full-timers yeah. were able to jump on. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was 05. Okay. So that was kind of fun to have done. Yeah. Actually, I was just, as we're talking, I, I love how distracted I can get with this. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, so, you know, you... Uh, Training-wise, going in college program, you know, mm-hmm. is it is it just a machine when it comes to the college program training? Is it just crank you out and get you through? Or no, was there they a lot treated of hands us. On? Yeah, they treated us like normal. Actually, we did train with two. They uh, alternated because they were full time, so they could choose. They had a mm-hmm. more flexible schedule than we did. But um, we were treated just like normal. We went through the OG every day. Uh, just uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we were. They got us on the boats pretty quick. Those particular trainers wanted us to be good at, at driving boats, so yep. we were on the boats the next day, and in the boat storage area, not with guests yet, mm-hmm. uh, just practicing going forward, stopping when you're supposed mm-hmm. to stop, because it does take a little bit of finesse to understand sure. the drift and all that. Yeah, and it, it's definitely a different because the the boat mechanism is mm-hmm. very different there. Oh, is it? Oh yeah, because there's oh the railing, it's the trench versus yeah. the rail, right? So I mean, it's. Uh, you still can derail in Orlando, but it's a lot harder because yes. the trench and the, and the tires underneath mm-hmm. are a little more in there. forgiving. Uh, Anaheim, if you get a piece of bamboo in the wrong you yeah, know, place I've, in the I've river, it'll that. pop it right off. 
Oh, or I if you have imagine. too big of a wave behind you when you're going through, if you have too It'll much speed in certain right areas, wow. yeah. There's, there's a couple of danger spots that are, are challenging. I would say there's only one in Orlando. It's right when you go from the Velt to uh, the La Safari. There's that curve that you go around that rock. Yeah. If you hit it too fast, it'll... I don't necessarily derail Just you, but bump, it'll be a definitely yeah, push jarring out of the experience. channels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did, um... Didn't... So you... At that point, you had been in... Anaheim for a year. Mm-hmm. You'd been on the attraction, and then you're, you're there. Mm-hmm. What was your, you know, what was your reaction as far as the differences? Because it is a hugely different attraction there. Yes, and actually, I've the min- <laughs> uh, after my program was ended, we have three days essentially that we're still technical cast members. So I did a coast to coast day on my last day. I, I opened Magic Kingdom. I rode two boats, rode Haunted Mansion, and then flew to Anaheim and closed Disneyland. Mm-hmm. So of course I went straight to to uh, Jungle and I rode it, and I'm, I was just. I couldn't remember because I hadn't ridden it in so long. I uh, just to see the differences and how it's actually kind of a backwards ride in, when you go from Orlando to, to Flor- uh, um, Anaheim because of the order of everything. Sure, yeah, some, the th- some things change as far as well, and also Orlando is much more cartoony. I mean, it's got much more than Mark Davis. Yeah. Kind of a, you know, our uh, Sam and your Sam is well, very different. Yeah, I mean, look, even the the trap safari is much more cartoony. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everything is any and of the, the natives. Yeah. The natives, any of the crafted faces are are much more. They're different, yeah. Uh, yeah, different. and I don't think the natives there are sculpted on the same uh, body form that, that Anaheim yeah. was. On Woody, uh, the football player who's named Woody, who was the inspiration, by the way, for Woody and Toy Story, was one of the, the names. But um, no kidding, he was an African American who was in a lot of westerns, and he was. We did an entire episode where we talked about this, um, but yeah, he was actually. Uh, Walt had seen him in something and he had a great physique so he brought him in and did the body sculpting for every native at, at Disneyland is based on his body, body mold that's awesome and I don't know if the if the Orlando ones are based on the same body mold or not I, I, would, I wouldn't think so because it was uh, 20 years later 18 yeah. years later they probably so. had updated their yeah. mechanics by then so it was it was a real I mean that having that one day where you were on both rivers within the same 24 hours yeah. was it a uh a real shock to your system or was it a joyful oh, oh I was so excited I mean obviously I rode boats of skippers that I knew and my last one was a special I rode if you guys have Babs yeah. yep he was my last boat over in Orlando uh, for now yeah, it's, a sh- <laughs> it's a shame he's never going to leave because I, I will never get him on the show until he's uh, gone yeah, uh, yeah. He, I, will, he is an interesting man to talk to when you get, yeah. to, when you I, get him I, I've <laughs> said I want to get his cousin his cousin William Wabbington uh, <laughs> yes on the that show. would be the way to yes. he, he isn't working for the parks anymore so but he heard, yeah. Um, I think the coolest thing was the after experience because obviously I told the skippers in Anaheim that I was a skipper mm-hmm. and I had my bracelet on. I actually have my bracelet on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and they gave me the map, but they made me act out an animal. Like it was a whole immersive experience and it was just wonderful that they went that extra mile for a fellow skipper. Yeah. Now, did you, you were in the parks on Thursday and Friday, so did you get mm-hmm. to have the, the new experience? Yes, which is I the, did. Uh, the, the jungle closed? The jungle wall, yeah. The jungle wall? Uh, yes, and they were great. Uh, they have a whole mess of props out there now. Yep. Uh, when I first, the first day I walked up there, they were um, driving a, a land boat. Uh, they had five skippers on the boat, one driving, two on either side with an oar. One was drumming to keep the oars going, and then the other two were f- fishing. And it was just a magical experience for me, because <laughs> I love it. It's it's home. Yep. And then I also came back a few hours later, <clears throat> after we rode Indy or something like that, and... Um, they had skipper school going on because right now they don't have anything to do so they are I don't know exactly what they taught them to do things basically and they wrote on the back of maps and whoever got it it was essentially a a makeshift uh, fast pass Mm -hmm. so when the ride is open I have a a map on fast pass Mm -hmm. to use to get back in Mm -hmm. you know front of the line yeah Uh, yeah it's going to be a good uh, I'm I'm very excited about what they're doing because it's going to make the the safety of the dock a lot better yeah. but it's also going to speed up the the loading process which is Definitely. yeah efficiency wise they had to do it at some point yeah um so yeah so what was i mean you know that your time that you had in orlando you were uh working on on the ride for how long three months roughly yeah yeah uh i mean were there things that happened there that are etched and burned into your memory forever and ever <laughs> that were you know that are the the moments that you will remember uh Oh man, there, I mean, there's a lot. Are we trying to go? But good experiences or bad experiences? You know, just experiences. <laughs> Thing, things that uh, things that that, st- that stay happened. with you. Um, we were kind of talking about this some, uh, in the car earlier. Uh, I have a few. 
I didn't actually have a celebrity on my boat, but Frank Oz got on the boat ahead mm-hmm. of me, and I was very, very distraught about it. Yep. <laughs> but no, just learning new jokes was was always fun for me, and trying out new with the new audiences and stuff. And uh, I would take Orlando or Anaheim jokes and bring them to to World. I had the uh, backside of water into Fantasmic joke. That's mm-hmm. one of my favorite jokes. But favorite oh my goodness there's so well, many you, I don't know if it works out as well out there because they're fantastic in Orlando is, it's uh, in a different what's park. the technical term uh, <laughs> not good I think is the, I think yes that would be the, the correct I, way to no, say that no, no bagging on anyone but that's, that oh. was one of the few things that I was like Wait, this is fantastic out here, this and it's funny because sense. from coming from Orla- uh, Anaheim, I associate as my, myself as a Disneyland cast member. I just do, and when I work in Orlando, I have many different opinions than the, the people that are Disney World cast members. So, Fantasmic is one of them. Yep. Um, I like it. I think it's great, but I would add in. Uh, has anyone seen Fantasmic? No, great. You're in for a real treat, and I would flash the lights, do that, da 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 da, and at the end of it, I turn around and take a bow and say, "You're welcome." I just saved you a whole park ticket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's it's, how it's I'm, a great amphitheater, but I think it's very poorly used for that show. I just feel like they could do so much more. But they it. will eventually, yeah. but that park's a mess right now. Yeah. So well, and there's a lot. Of, you know, I don't know if you heard the announcements from Friday, but there's um, uh, new closures coming to uh, studios. More? Uh, the Earful Tower is gone. <laughs> yes, I did. Okay, gone. Yes, I did hear uh, that. It was Earful, the, well, I mean, the monsters. It was just a meet and greet. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the stunt show, the... Mm-hmm. Well, uh, that was also up in the, That was supposed to... They kind of whispered that that was going to go down a long time ago, yeah. and it never did, so... Well, a- April 2nd, I think, is the last the official, day. Yeah. yeah. Official word. And that's... So, yeah, no, a lot of things are... are and it's changing for the good. Look, they, yeah, they, they were at the point where it was, they were ready to have some things. Some new stuff. Some yeah. updated stuff. Yeah. So. Well, and then we're going to have, you know, uh, Avatar within a few years down mm-hmm. there, which is... You know, <laughs> did you see the April Fool's uh, prank with all the green-dyed hippo, the hippos in the, the Avatar Blue and that they were going to convert the Jungle Cruise to the Avatar Blue? No, I didn't hear it that. It was um, two, or th- two years ago on, on uh, April 1st. There was a Disney press release that the jungle was coming out and Avatar was going into Magic Kingdom. And there were people who didn't realize and look at the date of when that oh came my, out. And I have there to look that up because that sounds people phenomenal. People that were erupting online. It was hilarious. So, <laughs> I mean, we take jungle very seriously. Yeah. So now, uh, you, and I know that you are a, um, uh acquaintance of our, our friend of the show, Skipper uh, DJ Elliot. Yes, I am. So I'm... I'm uh, he actually came out and rode my boat one, one evening, and it was kind of, like, really exciting, but also very nerve-wracking, because I knew he had done it for so long and long ago. I felt like I needed to, like, step up my game, almost. Yeah. We, the uh, the other guy who we had on last... The last the other college member, the college uh, program guy who we just had on was uh, Rob Foray, mm-hmm. who... Uh, Kind of apprenticed with Elliot as a DJ, and oh, now is okay. a now is a DJ in Salt Lake City. So very cool. Um, so yeah. So what other? Um, you know, that's it's a relatively short amount of time. You know, it's a three month, you know, tour mm-hmm. of duty. Um, was being in attractions was did it put you in a different mindset of how you view the park and Definitely. view view guests? Definitely, um, because I'd never been in a position where safety was. I mean, as a character tenant, yes, there is safety concern, but it's in a different light completely as far as attractions go, especially when water's involved. Um, I think obviously it's the big everyone's back peeved. Nobody sits down, and everyone wants to stick their hand out of the boat. Uh, <laughs> That's why they put in the the. Um, the mesh netting at the, in, in land, the ones yeah. in Disneyland. So that would be so helpful in Orlando. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've had a few lost phones, and they've asked me to turn around. I'm like, that's not a possibility. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know I look skilled in driving, but that that can't happen. <laughs> it's gone forever. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, the the water's gonna corrode it anyway. It's gonna be like like that raccoon with the cotton candy in the little puddle of water. The the cotton candy is just gone yeah. the second it hits the water. So. <laughs> I love that video. <laughs> so that's why they have all the attrition is that they keep on dropping uh, skippers in the water and they uh-huh, they melt away instantly. That's how they get that color. Yeah, that's that the khaki. greenish red. Yeah, yeah, boiling death. <laughs> um, well, actually, I had come out when they had they were recently back up from refurb, and the when they did that, they scrubbed the bottom clean so nothing none of the dye was sticking and it just looked like tea water. And it was very interesting. But why does it? Why is it red? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why they just don't paint 
the concrete black underneath so it. it. So then you, it's an easier start. So I, I've never I understood why you. they don't just you I know not tell you. seal it. But like, my favorite joke because people would ask like why is it that deep red? Oh, we just fed the last boat to the, to yeah. the crocodiles. Have you seen <laughs> uh, the videos out of uh, Hong Kong after their re- their refurb? No, I haven't yet. <laughs> uh, they have they have actual fire that oh, when gosh. you get your boat into a certain place. There's a fire and water battle. Um, their temple has full animatronics and One day. lights One and day. Dam. Well, in Shanghai, doesn't have a jungle cruise. They have a different type of boat experience. Yeah. That's not these, the, the same thing. So. And I was recently in Paris, and I was searching. Their jungle I cruise, see, I couldn't find it either. I yeah. Could, I just searched forever. I only had one day, so I had to, to move on. But man, I was yeah, they keep it hidden. It's a very exclusive jungle cruise. I bet. Um, Hong Kong is is a crazy thing. You know that all the skippers have to be fluent in yes, three languages? I love it. I, I mean, for somebody who, I don't speak fluently, but I do speak a little Dutch and a little bit of German. And I've seen other skippers who speak full Portuguese, and they will volunteer to do the tour guide boats. Yeah. And that is so important. Like, to me, for guests, um, just... The experience that is so important. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean you know, but Mandarin, Cantonese, and English is mm-hmm. just that's a lot. That's a lot, <laughs> and they're very complicated languages. So yeah, there's all, all kinds Good of respect for, for them. To, yeah, to definitely. Have that. We're, um, my wife is going to be doing. She's going to be going to uh, Shanghai, mm-hmm. to, sorry Singapore, and connecting through Shanghai. Oh. But she's going like a month before the no, park opens because they just announced a date. Oh, so I kind of went. Well, I guess I'm not going to go. There's no reason to go to the if Far East if I'm not going to Shanghai. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> I don't want to ride the Tron ride. Basically, uh, I want to do it all. Yeah, it looks Just amazing. Live there. Well, but the other one that for me is it's the the Mystic Manor, and uh, mm-hmm. you know that yeah. is the best looking attraction I've ever seen the parks do because it, it, it incorporates it. Haunted Mansion and Adventures Club into one. Mm-hmm. You know. So and the museum of the weird and all the things that we did. It's didn't, just perfect. Uh, it's just yeah. it is a beautiful is attraction. Watch by the way if you haven't seen it, go to go to YouTube and, and uh, type in Mystic Manor ride through mm-hmm. and just watch the video. Oh, it's you'll weep tears of happiness yeah, and then cry immediately because you're not there. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, so other than let's talk let's talk other than the Jungle Cruise because okay. th- there is apparently other attractions in Orlando. Is there? I don't know. I, I don't someone told me that there was. Eh. I didn't think they should have, like, multiple Jungle Cruises. Make it even, even <laughs> the better. The entire park of Jungle Cruises. Jungle Cruise of the Caribbean. <laughs> it's a Jungle Cruise after all. Mm-hmm. Big big uh, Jungle Cruise. Big, yeah, big... Railroad. Yeah. I don't know. How would that work? That'd be big cool, Big Jungle though. Railroad? <laughs> big Jungle uh, Railroad. Could work. Sure. Um, <laughs> which, I just see boats on the track. <laughs> I guess it's better than, uh, you know, than Harriet Tubman's, Tubman's Big Railroad. That would be a really... Really that, sad attraction for Orlando, um, but having having worked, you know, we do that comparison of, of which rides do you think are better at which oh, parks. Oh, here we go. Uh, do, do you have some favorites in different locations? Like, which ones do you think are uh, head and shoulders above at each of the, mm-hmm. the resorts? Uh, yes. and you can include Paris are, in this too. Paris is yeah. Open. Now that I've done We're, that, I'm going to be there in June. So oh, it's great. I mean, I only had one day, so I I just efficiency the crap out of that day. Um, so let's see. Uh, let's do Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion was my favorite before Jungle, mm-hmm. the Jungle Experience. Haunted Mansion is still a close second. Um, I used to think I liked Disneyland so much better than Orlando. And then I was in Orlando twice, and then I thought about it. <laughs> the audio in the stretch room is better. Yep. The There's extra scenes, like the hallway scene and the, the yep. stairway scene. The, the, but I will say that the Anaheim one with its new um, the effects. The Ghost and all that? No, 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 no. The Hatbox Ghost, I think, is a waste. I think it, it, it killed... It almost kind of detests from... Well, yeah, because you're supposed to be falling out of the attic. Exactly, and, the and then he's there. Is, yeah. Why? They should have put, just put him in the graveyard, and that would have been I better. I think so, too. But, um, no, when you're... Before you're getting boarded, and you get the portraits, the uh, the changing portraits in the, in the yeah, hallway. Okay. Those are now full LCD screens. Oh, really? They're not uh, rent, uh, lenticular huh. uh, portraits, any, portraits anymore. And for Halloween, zero flies through them. All of the oh, yeah. yeah I, the, I just missed yeah. the holiday. It closed on um, like on the Sunday, and I came out on Thursday. But yeah, it is it is an absolutely gorgeous effect in the front of mansion. So dang it. Well. And also the new, there's a new um, uh, in the stretch room for ho- for holiday. Mm-hmm. The entire top of the stretch is, room is a full screen. Yes, that did change while I was recently here. Yeah. Not recently, but yeah, a couple of years I've ago. I've seen it. Yeah, that, that's, that's just amazing. Great. That's that would be my argument for Anaheim is the the fact that they do an overlay is yeah. what I love. 
and and then we talk about Jingle in or- Anaheim and Jingle in Orlando. And, and, and that uh, were you in uh, Orlando for their Jingle? Or I you- just missed it. Yeah, they were preparing. They were starting the training for it and stuff because we do have to get retrained. Essentially, it's like a refresh, right? Because uh, it's a whole new script. But and I'm still heavily, you know, involved in the Facebook page and the the. Um, instant messaging between skippers and they talk about jingle all the time but just the decorations alone make half the difference and yeah. Orlando kills it or sorry Anaheim kills it with their decorations uh, yes comma the one However. thing that yeah the one thing that I'm not thrilled with yeah is there's a lot of out of period decorations oh, okay. in the scenes and there's plastic snowmen that wouldn't have been 19 thing, yeah. yeah 1935 appropriate okay. so that that's my only gripe about Anaheim is I think that they they didn't think uh, entertainment took over from Imagineering for the decor this year okay. and they put in things into the show scenes that weren't theme appropriate time appropriate, time appropriate. Yeah. that's my only real okay yeah, no that's totally fine because especially when we think about ROG and what we're supposed to, what kind yeah. of jokes we can tell. If that is very important, then sh- the decorations should yeah, also. Yeah, it should all fit in the theme of it. Yes. I actually thought Krispy Kreme should be a sponsor because they uh, they actually started in the same year that did the Jungle really? Cruise is supposed to be. Randomly I did not know stupid that. notes. I love it. Nineteen thirty-five. Then yes, donuts for all. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, yeah, we, we make grad nights a lot easier to deal with. <laughs> oh goodness, grad nights. <laughs> <laughs> are, are grad nights different in... Uh, they don't do them anymore in no, Orlando, actually. In Orlando. That, I've that's... done it in Anaheim as a photographer, yeah. but not... No. I, I will actually say, I think that the time has come to, to cut loose that... It's you know, over now. It, it used to be really cool, and you see the kids, yeah. you know, but a I, lot more better behaved. I just, I think that they would make more money in keeping the park open to regular guests than they yeah. would in having the grad nights there. I don't, you know, it used to be we have this extra capacity. Let's stick something into it, mm-hmm. and now they've cut it back because they're, they're not making the money that they would make on the other and side of it. So. Even. Uh, Attendance now is better than ever, so they don't need to even worry about that. So I, I would, yeah. I mean, when you're over a hundred percent, attendance is fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, it is. Uh, there's too many people in the park. Yeah. And then if you talk about like, especially in Orlando with extra magic hours and all that, uh, our Jungle Cruise doesn't stay open for those though, because our teardown takes a half an hour to do. Uh, mm-hmm. We would stay open until normal park close essentially, yeah. and and that would be our night. Yeah. Now, uh, how was the park? I know that it was a very busy weekend for the marathon mm-hmm. with all of the oh, with all of the closures that are currently happening in the park. How was the um, how was the feel of the park to you? So on Thursday, it was actually pretty dead. Uh, I was able to walk up, and we waited no more than twenty minutes for anything, mm-hmm. uh, which is awesome. Uh, but Friday is the day of the t- the five k, and everyone was there, and it was just. Did you get a chance to go on Hyperspace Mountain? I did. That was a key point. We had to do it. Yep. Uh, I did not do the new Star Tours. Oh, you missed. Um, I know. I it's know. The new. The you can new... only do so much in a day. Yeah, but that that is the the Jack Who stuff that's in there is. I have heard. Phenomenal. And I did all of Launch Bay though, mm-hmm. so I saw all the characters there. I saw Darth Vader. Our yep. Darth Vader encounter was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, Chewie was also great. So it was. It was a lot to do, but um, I like to take my time when I go through here, especially since yeah. I've done everything. <laughs> well, and, and because there's so much that is now, you know, was either down or, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's, I did a, go it's up a pretty to, massive list of things that were down this you know, yeah, this month. Looking at what time, because I, I wanted to come out and see everything, but it was just too far away from the race because it yeah. was the weekend before. Yeah, because you've got, you've got the railroad is now down mm-hmm. and your boats are down. And but with the railroad, we did actually go up there and talk the trains, to the conductors yeah. and they told us a story about engine number four, how it got lost after Walt bought it and stuff. And like that was super oh, interesting yeah. to like just sit and talk to the engineer about it. And he obviously enjoyed talking about his his craft. So. Oh yeah, it's their babies. Mm-hmm. They're they're some of the most devoted cast members Definitely. you can imagine. So Definitely. so I mean I like that they're doing little things like that and have skippers out front of the wall doing little interactions and things. Oh yeah and look and that was uh, that really started two years ago at Walt Disney World when they were down for their refurb there was some viral videos that yeah, got out Skipper about Ashley, it. Yeah, Skipper Ashley actually, I met and, her. And because of that that's what really blew it up for the concept of doing that in Anaheim. Because mm-hmm. normally they would just have the wall up and you know and who cares. It. But yeah, having that the only problem is is that Adventureland in, in Anaheim is so narrow mm-hmm. that if you do too much there you run the it's, risk of blocking it exactly, up. Exactly. Because I've, yeah. I've been there when there's strollers you know mm-hmm. eight deep in the middle yeah. of Adventureland and it's not a pleasant uh <laughs> Well, during my program, Pirates went down almost a week into my training, and they were down for four months. Yep. Uh, they were still down when I left, and they had Pirates stationed out front doing the beanbag toss, and they were bubble guns and stickers. So it, it was little interaction, but it was enough to give yeah. people something to do. Well, and I think that what they did with um, 
the uh, um, the Frontierland. Uh, were you there when they had the character, the the role playing, the the LARP? No. They had, they had an actual uh, guest involved live action role play throughout Frontierland for about four or five months, where mm-hmm. people took names, they would interact with different cast members who oh, would actually cool. like be in character and part of it. And then no. they did that in Adventureland as part of the Adventure Trading Company a couple was of years back with, with the Mojo. Jujus? The Jujus. Yes, thing. I heard about it. I was not in town for that, but I've yeah. heard about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to have a couple of them. They're, uh, they're fantastic. Oh, God. I saw them for sale at D23, and I was like, uh-huh. but I didn't do the thing, and I really don't want it if I didn't earn it. Yeah. <laughs> Because um, I'm nerdy like that. <laughs> so I, the, the other, just to wrap this up, because I know that we've got you guys have to get over to um, uh, to you know the Harry Potter uh, <laughs> Harry Potter store, Harry, Harry Potter, Potter Doctor Who. It's it's a fandom it's, store. It's a very good store. Music um, Alley, yeah. Uh, well, and I've actually been up to uh, Universal and seen some of the the sites of as they're preparing some of the new. Oh, yeah, hair, you can see the towers. We saw. And, we were driving around here, and she, as my friend pointed out, she looked up. There's there's Hogwarts. I'm like, where? Yep. <laughs> so that was fun to see. I mean, it's I've a, done the one in Orlando, so I'm not too excited about it because it's going to be busy as all hell. Before. Yeah, it'll it'll take a year before it's exactly, actually yeah. even you know. And that's worth, with any park worth so. really doing. Uh, well, that's going to be the same thing with Star Wars. Oh, I can't imagine with, with two attractions and the rest being stores and restaurants and immersive entertainment. Be... I, I think it's going to be crazy. Yeah, but so worth it. So I, so I guess the big thing, and this is the, since we have a little bit of time left. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if you've noticed, but I, I, I worked at Disneyland a bit ago, 15 years was when I started. Right. And uh, even then I was 10 years older then. So I'm... Of a particular age category. <laughs> okay. And for me, the type of humor I grew up with was, you know, very defined by my growing up. Yeah, your generation. And it's interesting to me that something I've noticed is I think because of, of Facebook and because of memes and Social all that. Social media and everything. That dad humor, the, the really bad jokes have now become popular more, yeah, yep. more accepted. Mm-hmm. So I think Jungle is getting a renaissance in that. Do you... Do you, I mean, would you agree with that from your Definitely. friends and your... We had a skipper that trained with me. He technically was on the college program, but he lived in Orlando and just got into it just to get into it. And he's actually a dad. So the jokes just mean so much more when I, when we would ride his boat because he just has that edge that no That's, one can yeah. really give unless you're a dad. <laughs> I, I think that stupid puns... Um... And the way you laugh at your own jokes is just is the cherry on top. Yep, I will, I will uh, <laughs> send you that... Uh... Uh, bad dad pun uh, Han Solo feed. Yeah, it please. Is, it is I am so excited One of the most for fantastic. Uh, my daily read in the morning. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, and, and all of the, the Star Wars parody accounts are, are posting heavily because they know that if they don't get a big audience. Exactly. And now's the time. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, and I think it's, um, I think that's one of the reasons why cast members are more okay of staying on script because mm-hmm. I think well, it's, a it's safer now. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, everyone has phones and videos, yeah. YouTube, but it's also that all of the all the jokes that the ride created became part of culture to the point where now they're back where exactly. it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, we're doing GNU jokes, you know, or <laughs> you know, whatever the yeah. uh, whatever. I'm trying to think of know. someone's too. I well, can't. but even they've got their trunks on. I think people get that joke now more now than they did 15 years ago. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I you know, I've been I, on boats and people laugh at it now, and I'm like, you guys didn't laugh 15 years ago at that joke. That was never. It just really depends on the time of the day. That's something I had to realize was if I had a shift that started at one, my first couple hours were just washout family, like okay, do the, the really dumb kitty jokes. And then at night, I could get a little bit more, like, personal. Cerebral. Yes, a little bit more relevant. And as much as I didn't like it, I think it's more fun when you get to, when you can make fun of yourself and the ride itself. Yeah. I think one of my favorite jokes is going down the Nile and go Niles and Niles and Niles. And if you don't believe me, well, then there must be a typo in my script. Like, I think that's one of my favorites. (laughs) (laughs) So. I I actually have not heard that one before. No, yeah. That's a great, that's a great joke. I think it's, yeah. So, um, yeah, and I I just think it's, um. I don't know. I think that there's an irony that now is acceptable in in a younger sense of humor that maybe five years ago is it wasn't there. Or even like ten years ago, definitely wasn't there. Yeah. You know where now I think it's and I think it's memes. I think it's 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 Just stupid cat jokes on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. It's things like you know the um, uh, 
all the animal memes where it's like you know the the oh the pump like uh yeah the like pun, the lion uh, yeah the the, the, the husky the, the husky dog who does the reaction shot yeah. with it I think all of those kind of memes are very much rooted in that same kind of humor so it's now it's part of the it, culture yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean really what it comes down to that was the Muppet Show humor when it was on TV <laughs> yeah. the first time you know mm-hmm. in, in in the 70s that was the kind of humor that the Muppets were, were doing for you know the non Sesame Street stuff right so now that's why I think it's coming back so personal this theory is good. Yeah. Just wanted to validate it. I think it. it's great. So I'm, I want to get you on your way. Uh, before we go, are there any other, like, whether it's jungle or just in general from your experiences, was there a takeaway from you or a particular couple of experiences that kind of encapsulated what, what the whole experience meant to you? I mean, I definitely, as a cast member, you definitely come in across with a lot of different people and you have to kind of hold your own in a lot of circumstances. Um, I'm very a naturally shy person and very just kind of introverted. And Jungle threw me out of that immediately, and I love it for that. I definitely feel more confident in just yeah. my public speaking, and I feel like I can make really dumb jokes and not feel weird about it. I, almost daily, somebody will say something that triggers something it's, in the script. I, but I, I, yeah, I think that it's a sorting hat. I mean, I think mm-hmm. it's. Uh, some people take well to it, and some people don't. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and that they're the people who are there. You know what their type is, mm-hmm. and then you know the people that are there cashing a paycheck. I mean, exactly. it's pretty obvious what the. Yeah, the and. I just the culture and the fact that I have a, a skipper family is just amazing to yep. me. I'd never, as much as I love my PhotoPass family, and they were my first, so I obviously have a little bit more pull, pull to it. Um, just having an attractions family is so much more different. Well, and that's that's the other interesting thing is, you know, look now when you're there, you've already got Facebook to establish with the people you're there now. Mm-hmm. My generation had to find each other. It was MySpace, yeah. and then you know, then it was the discovery of all these people on Facebook. So we, we didn't have that constant connection that you were going to have with your, with mine, with your yeah. side. But, you know, it's funny that there is a little bit of that with other attractions. Mm-hmm. The, the jungle community is absolutely unique among any other attraction. That's what I love about it. I've there's, done there's so no much other, history There's no research. other attraction that is... Um, that has the same type of community and the same connection that, that Jungle has. I yeah. absolutely love it. It's the best kind of friend yeah. group because you get to make the dumb jokes and you have that already basic understanding of what the job is so you can just go yeah. on making jokes from there. Yeah. And no matter how much, uh, you know, uh, therapy or, <laughs> uh, you know, detox that you do, the, the water will always be in your veins. You can't so. get rid of it. And that's totally fine by me. All right. Well, I'm glad that this, uh, after a year, we were finally able yes. to pin this down. <laughs> I, I've always appreciated that you've been a fan of the show and it's good of to have course. you on. Yeah. and we'll uh, we'll we'll get the we'll get Babs on at some point. We'll Maybe. figure it out. We'll figure it out. He's got to do it at some point. I um, no, but there's other there's other Orlando people that we're still we're still on the hunt for Adventures Club cast. Yeah, we really want to get some of the old Adventures Club cool. guys on because I would love to hear that's those something that I really want to. Um, unfortunately, one of the the original producer passed away. Yeah, and then the other guy who's producing won't really talk about it. So we're we're waiting to find some cast members who are willing to to tell the tales of what it was like to be in the. Uh, in the cast there because yeah. that's I mean it was actually after uh, I came after oh, yeah, that yeah, oh, yeah. so it's, it's I don't really you just the legend of the uh, yeah adventures. I've heard legends they're doing a one night show uh, no way sometime soon in Orlando it's coming up really holy it's, hell uh, it's some kind of a cast event right uh, but they're, they're doing a one night show with uh, with the return so it's oh, doing, awesome. they do it every year or two where they get a bunch of people back together but and do it over oh it's, that's uh, so that's cool to hear yeah a lot of the props wound up at the Grog Grotto and at um, <laughs> yeah. at Trader Sam's oh, here good old Trader Sam's did you enjoy Trader Sam's I loved it and I was there for the opening of the Grog Grotto over mm-hmm. there and I was surprised how similar the inside was in like terms of largeness but so great because I don't think well you know the, the fire code capacity for Trader Sam's is 48 people, Holy same God. as a Jungle Cruise boat. That's right. I did hear that. <laughs> the exact same, exact same uh, for fire code. Perfect. Well, anyway, I'll get you on your yes. way. Thank you so much. And um, you want to do the Kungaloosh? Of course, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Kungaloosh. 